Ryan Bader versus Matt Mitrion. Fight prediction. Dun, dun, dun. Hey guys, Fight Junkie here. Before we jump into this next episode, as usual, I want to remind you guys, you can hit me up on Twitter at FightJunkie.com, listen to me on Anchor.fm, and of course, subscribe to the YouTube channel, YouTube.com slash FightJunkie2006. So we have Bader taking on Mitrione. Ryan Bader comes into the contest, 25 wins, 5 losses. Of his 25 victories, 11 are by KO TKO, 3 by submission, and 11 decisions. Of his 5 losses, 3 are by KO TKO, 2 by submission, 0 by decision. On the other side, we have Matt Mitrione. He comes into the contest with 13 victories and 5 losses. Of his 13 wins, 11 are by KO TKO. Zero wins by submission and two decisions. Of his five losses, he has two by KO TKO, two submissions, one decision. This fight is at heavyweight. For anybody wondering, Matt's got the size here. Comes in roughly 255 pounds, stands roughly 6'3". Darth Bader uh, stands roughly 6'2 and weighs around 205 pounds. So this does have an advantage to Mitrione as far as the size goes. Uh, They've both been on win streaks. Uh, Bader's done really well since he came over to Bellator, but he's on a five-fight win streak. Of those five wins, he stopped four people. So that's uh, that's pretty good for what he's done coming over to the Bellator. And also, Mitrione's on a four-fight win streak, and he has stopped three of those people, so that's good as well. Basically, when you're looking at this matchup, it is kind of striker versus grappler. I don't want to make it as simple as that, simply because I think Bader striking has come along. Uh, Mitrione on the ground isn't very good, so I will classify him as just basically a striker. Again, you look at his 13 wins, he doesn't have a single submission. Um, When he's put on his back, he's basically like a fish out of water. He pretty much just tries to cover up and then stand up, of course. That's not where he wants to be. I don't think that's going to change in this fight, even though he's at heavyweight. If he uh, tried to grapple Bader, I think he would be at a disadvantage. Even on the top, like Bader isn't the greatest off of his back, but Bader overall is just more of a grappler. I classify him really as a wrestler, but both of these guys on their back is not where they want to be. You can see Mitrione doing some ground and pound from the top position. That would work better for him. Uh, Again, he'll probably want to avoid the ground altogether unless he was able to knock Bader down with a punch and then ground and pound him out. I could see something like that. That fits in with the mode, the model of what type of fighter he is. But just like shooting to take Bader down, I don't see that at all. Bader's the much better wrestler. He'll have the much better takedown defense. If anybody's shooting, it's going to be Bader in this fight. If anybody probably ends up in top position, it probably will be Bader again from a shot and then a takedown. And then he will try to ground and pound uh, Mitrione out. Bader does have three submissions in his 25 wins, but I wouldn't classify him as a submission guy or submission specialist. If anything, he can ride you out. He can grind you. That's why he has 11 decisions as well. 
Sometimes it can be boring in that regard. Since he's been in Bellator, he's been a little more exciting as far as going for the finishes. Again, we mentioned that he had finished, I believe it was four out of his last five. So he's been going for the kill a little bit more. And I think with this fight, if he can get Mitrion in that position, if he can get the top position on Mitrion, being that it's a five-round fight as well, then he has a very good opportunity to dominate Mitrion on the ground and eventually get a stoppage. Now, of course, that depends on how often is he getting these takedowns is he able to dominate Mitrion where Mitrion can't get back up and then you know it's a wear down process is he just going to slowly ground and pound him until Mitrion can't take anymore or the ref jumps in something like that now if he's not able to get him down he's in trouble because I think Mitrion one is the bigger guy and two I think he's I don't want to say he's the better striker, but he's a more powerful striker. Again, Bader's striking wasn't where his skill set was really at, but he's improved it a lot. And Mitrione, even though he's considered a striker, can be sloppy and wide, but he's powerful. So if you had to you had to go up against those two, like who would you favor in a striking match and a pure striking match? Just because of the power and Matt being naturally bigger. Like I said, he's going to have probably 30 or 40 pounds on Bader. I would probably favor Matt to win a pure striking match. Bader has been stopped three times before out of his five losses by KO or TKO. So it's not out of the realm of possibility that if Mitrione hits him, he can stop him. Um, I think that's probably the path to victory for Matt. I think he needs to keep this on the feet and try to tag Bader with something big. And like I said, even if Bader doesn't go flat out cold, he can get top position and ground and pound him out. That's a real possibility if they stand striking or if he's able to catch Bader before Bader can shoot and get him down. I think the game plans will probably be pretty simple here. Bader will use his striking to set up his shots. I don't think he necessarily just has to come out and shoot right away, but he's not going to want to be on the feet with Mitrion for a long time, simply because that gives Matt the best opportunity to win. That was kind of how we talked about in the UFC 229 preview with Tony Ferguson and Pettis. It was basically the same thing. The longer Tony stood with Pettis, the more opportunity it gave for Pettis to land. And you saw that he did land and did hurt Tony. That's pretty much how this fight is as well. Like Bader may be able to stand in spots with Mitrione to set up his shots. But if he comes into it just wanting to box with Mitrione, I think he's going to get the worst of that and could end up losing the fight. In fact, I think that's the only way he loses the fight is if he gets caught on the feet and either knocked out cold or then uh, knocked down and then Mitrion's able to ground and pound him out. As far as the odds go, this is Bellator. We've talked about it in the past. You probably won't get any props until Thursday or maybe even Friday the day of. It's really terrible the way they do these, but it is what it is. As far as what we have to go off right now, we have a straight bet, which is Matt Mitrione sitting at plus 235 and Bader at minus 275. Bader opened a little bit lower than that at minus 210, and then the public bet him higher. I can see that because, like I said, stylistically, he has a few more tools in the toolbox than Matt does. I think anybody betting or backing Matt Mitrione is basically going to expect a knockout. And Bader can grind people out. Again, with the five rounds, I think it favors probably a stoppage either way. Even if you like Bader and you're worried about him grinding, 
if he grinds, it's going to be difficult for Max to survive five rounds on, on the mat like that on his back. It's going to be difficult. And if Ryan can't get him down, he's probably going to get knocked out. So that goes back into the one other thing we have here on this fight right now, which is a total will go, won't go five. Uh, fight goes to a decision is plus 190 and doesn't go as minus 270. The first thing that you should notice right there is the line. If you like Bader at minus 275, you immediately should be looking at that under, unless you believe Bader can win a decision. How does he win a decision? Well, we already pointed that out. The only way he can win a decision is by grinding Mitrion for five rounds. I don't believe he can outstrike Mitrion for five rounds without the risk of getting caught, dropped, and knocked out. So I wouldn't put that into the equation of how he could possibly go to the cards. I think the only way he can go to the cards is shooting, taking Matt down, and just doing enough to stay busy, but no real damage. The problem with that is Matt isn't very good on his back at all. And I think uh, Bader will be able to do basically what he wants on the ground. And that's not just far as ground and pound. I'm talking about positionally dominate him. So when you get into those type of differences with skill set, especially on the ground, where he's just able to positionally dominate him and then ground and pound him from any area he wants, including mount or even like a side control position, it gets pretty hard for the guy on the bottom to survive because we do have the referee there who's looking at this and they don't generally generally let guys get dominated like that, especially when we're talking about, talking about in the heavyweight division. So I think if Bader's able to get him down. Now, this is assuming this is a typical Bader fight and he's able to get Matt down early and then either keep him there or get him down early and often over and over where he can inflict damage. And again, if it's it, it goes both ways. If it's a standout fight, then I think you favor Matt. And if it's a ground fight, I think you favor Bader. And I think that won't go minus 270 right now is looking really, really nice simply because they've got Bader sitting at minus 275 right now. So if you like Bader and you think he can dominate Matt in the ground positioning and you think he can get a stoppage, then you take that minus 270 because what that does is it covers you in case he can't get Matt down and he gets sparked out on the feet. So the minus 270 won't go five rounds to me. With the current odds and the current lack of props, because all we have is a straight bet and a total, I like the fight won't go five rounds at minus 270 because it, it covers my leaning towards Bader dominating and stopping Matt on the ground. That's what I'm leaning towards what is going to happen. But it also covers that rare instance where Bader can't get Matt down and he gets caught with something. You've seen that with Matt Mitrione before. He does carry that power and again he is the bigger guy. So him hitting Bader on the chin could be all she wrote right then and there. We've seen Bader knocked out before. I won't say his chin is just total garbage but he can definitely be hurt. He can definitely be dropped. He can definitely be knocked out, ground and pounded. I believe Tito Ortiz dropped him and then submitted him. So it's that type of situation. I don't expect Matt to drop him and submit him, but if he drops him, he's going to go all out and try to finish him. That's just the way Matt fights. If you guys saw his fight with Fedor, you know, he will go to war with anybody. He's not going to be afraid to go to war with Ryan Bader. Do I think Bader could hurt Matt? Possibly on the feet, but it's the same thing. Like, 
you pick your poison there. Would I rather have Ryan shoot, take him down, and do it the quote-unquote safer way? Of course, especially if you're taking Bader straight at that minus 275. As far as if we're going with a fight won't go, we don't care. I mean, we really don't as far as that's concerned. We just want somebody to get stopped. So if Bader decides to trade with Matt and however it goes, it goes, and somebody gets stopped, we win. If he takes the safer route and takes Matt down, then the only thing we have to worry about is that he's putting his punches and uh, together enough to stop him. As long as he's working, he's positionally dominating him, he's landed good punches, and he's doing this early and often, I think he'll get Matt out. Now, could he just pity patters, you know, away and kind of lay in half guard and do... Yeah, but I don't really see that happening. Now, does Bader do that? Has he done it? He has. But like I said, since he's coming over to Bellator, he's going for those finishes a little bit more. He seems to have a little more confidence, be a little more sure of himself. He's doing really well, and he's you know dominating these guys pretty much. So I think with the grappling and wrestling ability of him, and the lack of wrestling and grappling ability from Matt, I think there's a big mismatch on the ground. And so I don't really think that Matt's going to offer up a lot of defense that's going to keep him alive if they hit the ground. I think he'll just basically try to cover up and, of course, stand up. And as the rounds go on and he gets more fatigued, basically he just goes to trying to cover up to prevent the damage and Bader does this all the time I mean he can do this he just he'll lay on you and just keep hitting you and hitting you and hitting you so there's a good opportunity for a ref stoppage there but going off of what we're looking at right now I like the under I think it's a great way to cover the fight you're going to get both guys in case we do get that crazy stand-up battle or something you know weird happens and somebody gets caught uh, standing and that changes the fight and ends it or in the case of what I think is going to happen, Bader's able to get him down and then just slowly, methodically ground him out and then get the stoppage. So that's it for this episode of Fight Junkie. I will sock it to you tomorrow, baby. Fight Junkie out.